We have come to the time where, yes, kids, you don't have class again. This is one of, I, I love it. We keep putting more and more with the kids. And so, kids, if you want to come up here, we're going to talk our way through it. And you're going to help me. If you know the answer, it go a lot faster. If you don't know the answer, I'm going to tell the story. And we're going to go through everything today. <clears throat> so, if the grown-ups want to read through these Next few steps, the celebration of tabernacles, you can, quietly, as I talk to the kids, to make sure I'm on track. Um, But we have come all the way through, and let me ask you, what's this look, what's this remind you of in our holy days? Yom Terah, that's right. And so, what do we do with this big thing? Oh, do, do I blow it this way? No! Oh, not that way. Okay. So, this reminds us of Yom Terah, right? And so, during the High Holy Days, do we usually blow this? Yeah. yeah. Should I blow it? Yeah. Do so you think I could do it sitting down? We'll see. Is that it? Is there more? No? What else is left? Okay, I'll do I'll do that. Is that good? No. Oh, there's more. Uh, oh. Oh man. Okay. So the long one. Okay. So what I want you guys to do when I keep going, and you have to make sure I don't fall over. Okay. When you're ready for me to do, cut it off. Go like this. Okay. You ready? All right. Oh, good. I tried to do it. So that reminds of Yom Terah, right? Okay. What does that ark? Does that ark stay up all year long? No. No. Why not? Because it's a holiday. Okay. It's a holiday or a holy day. That's right. So what's that remind us of? What part of the season? Yes, I saw your hand. Yom Kippur. What is Yom Kippur? The Day of Atonement. Right. Good job. So that's the Day of Atonement. And today, Allie, can you open that door? What's out here in this area? A booth. A booth? A booth. No. Have you seen it? Yeah, yeah, some of you have seen it. It's called a sukkah, that's right. Or a booth. Some people call it a booth. See? So that reminds you of the booth, right? Of tabernacles. And so today, we've been through, have we been through the Day of Blowing? We have. Did we go through Yom Kippur? Yeah. Did some of you not eat? No. I ate. I ate. I ate. Okay. Everybody's hands up. How many of you didn't eat on that day? Okay. Keep your hands up. If you ate, put your hands down. Did you drink on that day? Keep your hands up if you didn't drink. Okay. So every... Okay. How many of you made it till sundown without eating or drinking? Wow. Some of you guys... You're growing, not just by the knowledge, but by the doing of God's Word. Pretty amazing. Now, why for seven days would they, you tell me, why would they be told in Leviticus 23, 39 through 43, why would they be told to live in booths? 
to remind them that they were wandering in the desert. Does that sound exciting at your age to live in tents and go? Yes. Some people are like, no way. Some people are like, yes. You don't want to go in the hot river. So, okay, hold on, hold on. Now, Jesus went up during the same time. It says that there was a feast of tabernacles, right? During Jesus' time, they were still celebrating these same feasts. Now, did you know at first Jesus said, "I'm not going to go up"? Why? Why wasn't he going to go up? Because it wasn't yet his time, and he knew they were seeking. Right to want to kill him, did he send forth his disciples to go up to the feast of booths? He did, and he, after he sent forth his disciples to go, he went, and it says he went secretly, so he wouldn't be seen. If I was hanging out with Adam and Micah and Hudson and Ethan all the time, and we were going up together, don't you think people would start to recognize us because they would either know some of us or they might know me. But if you guys went up and I wasn't around, they would go, "Oh, Jesus isn't here, right?" And then I came by myself. They may not recognize him right away, but then he began to teach them, right? And so that's what happened there. Amazingly, I was your age, and I didn't realize that Jesus was doing all these different type of feasts that God had put in place so long ago. That's amazing. Now, did you know when he comes back again? What's going to happen? Will we celebrate these same things? Yes. Yes, we will. And it says that this time of year we'll have to go to Jerusalem, right? And recognize the Sukkah, and we'll have to celebrate with Israel. Are we Jewish? No. no. But do we come alongside them? Yes. We do absolutely. So that's the kingdom to come. Now it says. In Zechariah 14, that when Jesus comes back and he steps foot on the Mount of Olives, what's going to happen? What's that? No, we're going to be in this on this earth, but the earth will shake and it will break forth, and the north and the south will break and it will spread. And and we'll be there in Jerusalem with Jesus. And you know how long we're going to live in Jerusalem? We're going to be on this earth still? One thousand years. None of us are going to live to be that old until Jesus comes back. But we will when he does come back. Okay. Now, I'm going to move to the water ceremony. The water stuff on the back of this. How many of you know about this rock? Have you ever seen this rock before? No. You haven't? No. Yes. I bet you haven't. I picked it up from my front yard today. Okay. Now, when they were going around in the desert, right? Because we're celebrating the Feast of Booze. When they were going around in the desert, what happened? They didn't have water. Now... The people complained. They said, oh, you brought us out of here to die, Moses. Right? And Moses, you've got to be kidding me. And what happens? He used his staff to break the rock and made water. So he used his staff like this? He hit it. 
Did he do it once or twice? Twice. How many times did he say to do it? Once. <sighs> yeah. And so he hit the rock. Now, I, I have to tell you this. I, I was researching this. And this rock was as huge as this, this place. It was big. Can you imagine? I could carry this rock. I just did, right? From side to side. Could I carry a rock that big as that no. wall? No. But it looks like in the pictures that I saw. Tell your parents to look it up for you on the internet. Looks like he hit the rock. Bam! And then the water. Right? But the scripture also points to who was the water? That's right. Right here in 1 Corinthians it says that Jesus was the rock was Jesus and the water that flows through him is a life everlasting. The way, the truth, and the life. Pretty amazing, isn't it? That these passages in Exodus 17 and Numbers 20 point to 1 Corinthians and John as Jesus is the living water. We have to be baptized in Him, right? So that's what gets us through that. What else does the Bible... I'm going to go ahead and jump into the water and the rain. What does it say in the Bible, in, in the Torah here, if you do what God says, what happens? It will go well with you. It will go right with you. If you're a farmer, what do you need to grow crops? Water. water. That's right. And what happens if you don't have water? The plants don't grow. What do you guys like to eat? Do you like to eat peaches? Do you like to eat grapes? Do you like to have lettuce? Oh, some of you say no on that one. I get it. I do. How many of you like strawberries? Yeah. So, listen. Without water, you can't have any of that. Right? Or what? You can definitely not watermelon. Watermelon is a lot of water. So, if you don't do what the Torah... Which one's the Torah? Is this the Torah? Is this the Torah? Yeah. If you do what the instructions say, do your parents have instructions for you? Get up, make your bed, blah, 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 right? Okay. If you do what this says, the Bible says rain will come and your harvest will be great. If you don't do what this says, what's God say? No rain. No plums, no peaches, no strawberries. Right? The living water is sitting in front of you. The Torah and the Gospels, you need to read it to continue to produce the fruit. And can you just read it? No. No. What do you have to do, Adam? Understand it. You have to understand it. And what else? Do it. Who said that? Who said do it? You have to do it. And your fruits will be multiplied. I love it. By this time, in 15 years, if you guys are still attending this congregation, we will be way too small for this facility because you will be doing it and the word will go out and the people will come in. And you will shine brightly in this world. So we're going to go back to our parents and we're going to sing. Do you know what Mayam Hayam is? What is Mayam Hayam? I heard a yes. Water. Water. What kind of water? 
the living water. And the only way that we become the living water is through Christ Jesus, our Lord. And so we're going to sing about Mayam Hayam, the living water, whenever we go back and sit with our parents, okay? All right, let's go back to them now. All right, kids, come on back up. We're going to talk about the light. Well, I pray that the Lord blesses you with Mayim Hayim and that you flourish and produce fruit in the next year and you continue to grow in the grace and knowledge of our Lord Jesus Christ. All right. How many of you, this next section is about light. How many of you have ever been in complete darkness? Like where you have no light at all? Okay, you tell me, Cooper, where have you been when totally dark, you can't see any light at all? Where, at night? Is there still stars in the sky at night? There's some light. And the moon, because the moon and the moon. Yeah, pitch back room. That's good. Can you come here for a second, Cooper? Where are some of the older ones? Anna, where have you been completely dark? I, I do, I do, I, in your house, in the Colorado, in the rain at night. Okay, that's probably pitch dark. Can you see anything in there? No. Nothing? Completely dark? Okay. Can you see in there, Ethan? Yes. What do you see in there? That's right. That's all you see in the box. Do you see anything in there, Adam? Nothing, right? Completely dark. That's the way the world was. Go ahead and go sit back down, Cooper. That's the way the, the world was whenever things were created. Yeah. Right? Yes. Yeah. And look, this passage here says in John eight twelve, Jesus again spoke to them saying, I am the light of the world. He who follows me will not walk in the darkness, but will have the light of life. Jesus is saying that, but look at John even says in John 1, 1. Did you know Jesus was with his father at the beginning? Yeah. Yes. I, I have light. You have light? I love that you have light. I have been working on memorizing this passage. For it says, In the beginning was the Word, and the Word was with God, and the Word was God. He was in the beginning with God. Who's He? Hold on, hold on. Jesus. Who's this He guy? Jesus. Jesus? Jesus. Yeah, Jesus. He was with God. Oh. It says, All things came into being through Him. Who's Him? Jesus. Through Jesus? And apart from Him, nothing came into being. So nothing was created without Him. In Him was life. And the life was uh, the light of men? Wow. So the light, the light shines in the darkness, and the darkness did not comprehend it. Why, why does the darkness not comprehend it? Cooper, come back real second, for a second. Hold on. Look it. You'll all. I promise I'll get you all to see this after the service, okay? But Cooper, you were the one that said there's no light in there. Look in there, okay? 
What do you see now? Um, light. Light. Do you see anything on the side? Sparkles. The sparkles? Interesting, isn't it? That you could see sparkles. That's why I brought two flashlights. You want to see? What's in there? Tell me. Nothing? No. Now tell me. Wow, pretty interesting, huh? Okay, now this is the light, right? Repre can be representative of Jesus. You can see so much clearer if you have him. But now you can't see anything, can you? Look at this. The light's still shining. Do you see this? The light's still shining. Ethan, you can see it, but now you can't, can you? So when you, look... Look at this is really good. I promise I'll do this with all of you. Look, you can see it when you're right in line with God. But sit down, sit down. But if you, Jesus never moves. But if you move just a little bit away from him, it's going to be dark. You have to get back in center with him. What's moving, you or him? Us, we move. That's why we need to make sure that the light is always shining in us. Okay? He's always there. God the Father is always there for you. And so when we light the candles in the back today, that's representative. I know sometimes you probably go, why are they lighting these candles? But that's why I did this illustration. We light those candles representing that we walk in the light. Okay? You... You will get to see it right afterwards. You'll be the first one, okay? All right. All right, let's go back to our parents. I promise we'll all get to do it. Now we're going to focus on the marriage supper of the Lamb. If the kids will come back one last time before we do the communion service, we'll talk about that passage in Scripture. <clears throat> Now, as we continue, right, is this, are we, as we celebrate this, are we practicing it for the kingdom to come? Yes, yes we are practicing it. We're not the ones that are going to be doing it perfectly, right? We're not perfect. And yet, when Messiah yet. comes back, then we will be doing it, and that will be the perfect time to see the best performance ever, don't you think? Yeah. Hi. And so, did you know there's a passage in here about the marriage supper of the Lamb? And right now we're talking about ten virgins practicing, getting ready for the coming Messiah. So, let me ask you this. <clears throat> this talks about five of them that were preparing and getting ready. How many of you guys play a sport in here? Yeah? Uh, soccer. Yes? Okay. Baseball. Yes? What other sports? Basketball. Basketball. Okay. Have any of you, what else have you? Football? Flag. Yeah, flag football. Flag football. Dance. Dancing is amazing. What else, Soren? played volleyball. You've played volleyball. Gymnastics. Gymnastics. What else? Ballet. Ballet. And soccer. And soccer. Anything that hasn't been mentioned? What? Acting. Acting. Okay. Let me ask you this. Yes. Running. That's a sport. 
and horseback riding. How many of you, okay, have made it to the All-Stars? Yes? Okay. Let me ask you this. When you make it to the All-Stars, do you still practice with your team? Yes. Yes? Do you show up late to practice? Sometimes? Okay. <laughs> On the All-Stars? Okay. All right. Do you come to practice without a glove? No. No, no you, you come with your gloves? Yeah. You, do you come with a baseball? No. Yeah. Do you come with a, a bat? Yeah. Yeah, you come with all those things and you're ready, right? You know what's amazing? When I've been teaching over the past two years in my class, I have given stickers out for bringing the right equipment. You bring your Bible, I'm going to give you a sticker, right, Esri? Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. Those people that come ready to practice the majority of the time with their Bible, they're there most of the time, and they have a good behavior, right? And they know their memory verse? You can give four stickers. I can tell you, you can go in there right now, and the ones that have went into the Big Bad, they're all-stars. And there's a few of them that are ready to play, and they're memorizing all the memory verses. But I'm telling you right now, this passage points to that same thing. You have to be ready in that way, because some of them, when they heard the bridegroom coming, they were all tired, and they were sleeping at night, and then they heard the sound of the shofar, and five of them, there was ten, five of them didn't have enough oil. They didn't have enough. And they said, hey, can I borrow some of yours? And the smart one said, no, you cannot. I brought enough for myself, and if I give you some, there's not going to be enough. The five had to go away. And the other five... They stayed there with Jesus, that's right. And yet, the five that tried to come back, Jesus said, no, sorry, you weren't prepared. I want each and every one of you to be an all-star. Listen to your parents. Prepare yourself even more. Read the scripture. Make sure it flows out of you and be the light of the world. For that's what he wants for you. You are under your parents' supervision right now. But one day, and man, you guys have grown in the past few years. You're going to be out on your own. And you're going to be shining brightly for the Lord. Okay? Libby, one question. Yeah, okay. All right, so we're going to go back to our parents, and we're going to do a communion service. And I want to make sure that you're sitting with your parents, okay? So sit with them if they're here.